struggles, innovation, going all in, not holding back, mindset, being a leader, paving their own way, putting the real in real estate, raised with real estate, listing legacies, selling luxury. You have the vault. Unlocking conversations in real estate today. I'm your host, Jess, and let me introduce you to my co-host, Alexa. Alexa, who do we have the privilege of interviewing on the podcast today? Hi, everyone. Today, we have the pleasure of interviewing Terry Hastings, team owner of the Terry Hastings Real Estate Group and my personal mentor. Terry is a top producer in all of Canada for her brokerage, Keller Williams Realty. She's been in real estate for 17 years and has sold thousands of homes over her career. So, Terry, thank you for joining us today. To start, just tell us a bit about yourself and how you got into real estate. Well, thanks, ladies. This is uh, very exciting to be um, invited onto the vault Mm -hmm. to talk about um, my passion. Obviously, it's real estate. And so I started uh, kind of unknowingly with a passion about real estate at a very young age. Um, I owned my first home when I was 18 years old. Wow. So I can remember I couldn't afford a car, but I knew I had to buy a house because it didn't make any sense to me about why I would pay somebody rent. So that started it. I bought a house and I worked a full-time job. I was in college at the time. And I worked a full-time job at Max Milk from four to midnight and I would study on my breaks so that I could afford to go to college and own a house. So with that comes a little bit of sacrifice. I didn't own my first car until I was 26, but there was public transit, so that just made more sense to me. So after owning my first home and understanding over time, a home improves and, and increases in value, that made more sense to me and how to make money. So years go on, I started to become uh, a real estate investor, and it, it, I understood how to save enough for a down payment. And so that's how the real estate ball really got started. I wrote my license in 2006 because I wanted to be on the pulse of the market every hour of every day. And the only way to do that was to write my real estate license. So here we are today with four offices and a very strong, successful team. And that's how I got started. Wow. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just a very nice little history there from, you know, starting from the ground up, earning your way. And I think I always value when you say, you know, you're, you're sacrificing a little bit now for gain later. And I know some realtors, if you're listening out there, sometimes we're thinking, but we we want that now. Why mm-hmm. why can't I have that? I, I need that. I want that. So it's understanding that there is value in being patient for sure. Okay. So um, I'm sure you get asked this so often. How come you started a real estate team? So I um very early in my career. I was always searching, how do you do this real estate business? And, you know, they give you an office and throw you in there and you sit there and go, okay, now what do I do? And back then we didn't have teams. Teams weren't known. Had there have been, I would have joined a team because it's from a team that you get the knowledge. So I went to the top producers in our area, in our office, 
and I did open houses with them and I listened and watched everything they did so that I could get busy in real estate. So I learned how to earn people, the client's business, and I became very busy. And so it got to the point where I had so much business, I couldn't handle it all. What a great challenge to have. Mm -hmm. So the next natural progression was to either give it all out or have a team. So we had a, a lady in our office and she and her, or she and I also were friends and she was failing in real estate. And here I had too much business. So I invited her to join me on my team. And I said to her, oh, you just need some retraining. Well, we'll train you, give you a year, put her back in the field. And, and in her first year, she made six figures. Right. So, so, I mean, that just to me, again, made sense to help those that didn't know what to do because I, I failed fast to become successful. And it just bothers me to see other realtors that are in their offices and they're struggling. Yeah. And in, in that failed percentage of new realtors and what is it, the first three years, 87% failed. 87% do mm -hmm. not make it. And it's only because they haven't been trained properly. Yeah. And it's uh, it's trainable. And it's uh, and, and again, it's just they, they're not business owners. They haven't been taught and, and trained how to run a business because real estate is a business. Mm -hmm. Correct. We were talking about this earlier again that it it is an actual business. We need to understand, you know, our costs, our why, the reason we're doing it, and also having the right people in place, such as coaches or, like you said, mirroring top producers. So for any realtors out there, if you're thinking, you know, what's one thing I could do now in my business? Well, like Terry said, what she did was go to open houses of top producers, mirror them, learn from them, and then apply it as well. Mm -hmm. I actually have a program for brand new realtors. So if there's any brand new realtors out there and you're sitting in an office, you don't know what to do. I have a program I can uh, happily give to you. So it will show you what to do just to get started. Because if I had a hand that when I mean, I did a lot of things over and over that I shouldn't have. I got to the final eventually. But if I had had this information, I would have got there a lot quicker. Yeah. And yeah. being able to help other people quicker, maybe too. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's value in having a team because, you know, you get so successful and your expertise is so wide that you start wanting to apply that the people. And as Adam said, starting to watch them grow in their business. Mm -hmm. Yes. There's a lot of misconceptions of when you get into real estate that the business will just come. Your friends will call you. Your family will call you. Well, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that. Experience. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So you need you need the support and training for sure. Yes, it's so true. When you're new, they tell you, oh, go talk to all your family and friends. And you only do that to get through all the negative no's mm -hmm. so you can get to all the yeses. Yeah. And there are a lot of no's. If any realtors out there and you're experiencing that, keep going. There will be a yes. <laughs> Absolutely. There will be. <laughs> So you've had clearly a lot of success with your real estate career in your 17 years, but what would you say your bi biggest success is thus far? I would say the biggest success is to watch the success of our team and how each of the team members 
have, from our training and our teaching, implement what we what the training is and implement it to grow their businesses and be successful. So that's that's reward for me, not monetarily. You don't you don't start a team to make money from a team, mm-hmm. right? You you do it to be competitive. You do it to to help others become successful. And, and it really is a team effort. So that, in my opinion, watching all of the team members be successful. I mean, I don't think we have any one team member that isn't successful. Yeah. And I think Alexa is a leading example of that, right? She started as your assistant and then grew in her own real estate career and is one of our top agents as well. And during that time, Alexa bought her first house. Like, come flying into the office. I'm like, I just listed your perfect house. Get in the car. You're going to buy a house. And she goes, I don't have any money. And I'm like, we'll find the money for you. Don't worry about that. And we did. And I bought it. (laughs) And then it wasn't a year and a half later. I'm like, you're selling your house. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what? No, I'm not. I just got it all nice. And I'm like, no, you're selling your house. And she did. She bought a big house with some acreage. So it's again, it's it's being coachable and and being able to apply that coaching instead of just sitting there with it, I think is important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like what you said about the team. It's not a monetary item. It's the ethics of wanting to help people, which I think is really important. So anyone out there thinking of a team, you know, really peel back those layers as to why you want to start that team. Right. Well, the biggest reason, again, it was organic. I know how to market to get business. And a lot of people don't. That's the bottom line. Yeah, you're a marketing queen so by far. It, it's called being the rainmaker. So I have business to give out. So why not get new realtors, find the ones that are struggling and help them out? Yeah. Right. So not all of our team members were struggling when they first started out. We have one team member. Uh, he came to me and he just said, well, I don't I don't know anything about that marketing stuff. And you seem to know how to do it really well. So I just want to be on your team and you do all that. And I'm just going to sell. Um, OK, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has their own individual right. needs. Right. Yeah. And that's what I love about your team is you do have a very good variety of agents on there. Different specialties, different backgrounds. Mm hmm. Okay, so what would your biggest struggle in your real estate business be? The biggest struggle is always dealing with those feelings and emotions of, oh my gosh, the phone's not ringing. It doesn't matter how many years you've been in the business. doesn't matter how many deals you have on the go. You're only as good as your last deal. Yes, you say this over and over again, Mm -hmm. and I think you should say it again. (laughs) And then, so you're only as good as your last deal, and then you're brand new all over again. Where's that next buyer going to, how am I going to get that next buyer? How am I going to get that next seller? And And also the biggest struggle is to always be on the top of the marketing ahead of everybody else. Yeah, it's very accurate. Knowing that industry and also knowing the new, you know, setting yourself apart from the crowd of your leading competitors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 
In your opinion, what is the most important personality trait or strength someone would need to work in your industry or to be successful in your career? That's a good one. Great question. And we have a questionnaire for that. (laughs) Of course there is. It's called a personality profile. (laughs) And if you know the DISC profiles, it's usually a D, a DI or an ID, the driver, the -hmm. personality. But we also have uh, Keller Williams. Uh, Keller personality. Uh, KPA. Yeah, the yeah. KPA. So it is very important. If I encourage anyone, if you're thinking about getting into real estate, I would suggest you take the personality profile and it will it will show you uh, exactly whether you're a good fit for it or not. And we use it in our hiring, uh, even within the office. I mean, a couple of our office positions, we start interviewing and then we narrow it down and then we ask them to fill out the personality profile and then a couple of them came back and it turned out they were not good fits to be an administrator you know sitting behind the desk being an admin and so when I told them it did not go over very well and I said well actually you know your personality profile came back as as that that you would be a very good realtor and actually those two candidates have since wrote their license. They're just starting their real estate career. but So that's why it's important to do the personality profile. Mm-hmm. And I like how Gary Keller said, what did he say? He gets a KPA done on his bookkeeper, his accountant, yeah. his lawyer. Everybody. I just thought that was the funniest thing. Very smart to know who you're working with and yeah. how to speak their language. For me, that's what I go and I reference the KPAs. Uh, any realtors out there, the KPA is definitely really good. It tells you how you score on closings, um, leading conversations, lead magnets, uh, sort of lead generating, all those really important aspects of a realtor. And it scores you on that and tells you what your strengths and improvements need to be. And I always thought that was really valuable. So for me, when we have our staff, I'll go into their KPA, I'll pull some of their hot words, then I know how to speak to them in that language. Absolutely. I was uh, actually just in Dallas at a two-day top producer mastermind with Mr. Gary Keller himself. And he was talking about, oh, you know, this this, uh, top producing team, uh, the Rainmaker came and asked Gary for some help. And he said, oh, sure, I would love to help you. He said, but first you got to go and fill out this personality profile, the KPA, so that I know how I can help you. So I think that's Boom, right on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How can I help you? If I don't speak your language, you're going to look at me with three heads. <laughs> yes. And I know us being all high Ds, we get that a lot. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So definitely use those KPA and those DIS profiles. Um, so I always love this question. What are your future goals in your real estate business? It's ever-changing. <laughs> so my future goals are to uh, basically duplicate the team process and put it into a program that I will coach and sell. And from there, I will basically probably publish a couple of books. Wow. Excuse me. Yeah, so that's kind of what I've got on the plate right now. That's awesome. There you go. Yeah, it's not all, but it's a lot. <laughs> That's amazing. I can't re- wait to read your books and uh, apply for that coaching. <laughs> um, and so it, as we're talking with new realtors and, you know, teams and individuals, what would you recommend to any realtor just starting their business? Coming from a top producer, you know, ranked fourth in Canada, number one on our brokerage and board. 
what would you tell them? So for a brand new realtor, number one, you need to get in a classroom straight away. You need to find somebody whom you could shadow on a buying appointment and a listing uh, appointment. When you're new, you probably will work with more buyers at first than you will uh, get sellers. So it's important to go to the ones that know, the ones who have done it, who have blazed a path ahead of you and learn from them and make it easier for yourself. Copy them, duplicate what they do, what they say, how they do everything. And like I said, get in a classroom, get on all the training that you can uh, find. And uh, actually with Keller Williams, there's a lot of train Keller Williams training that is open to all companies online that you can find. And so that is the most important thing. Yeah, that's what I always value about Keller Williams International is it, you know, you can take training and you don't need to be within the Keller Williams. Like mm -hmm. what integrity and ethics is that? Yeah. Right there. Willing to help everyone. I have a good question. Sure. Okay. So for all our listeners that are either looking to get their real estate license or are brand new in the field, tell us a common myth about our job, our career in real estate. A common myth? <laughs> Well, I would say a common myth, people actually think it, you don't have to spend any money mm -hmm. to to run your business and to market your business. And they think that, oh, I can just get a listing and put it in MLS, it'll sell. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not, that's not the case. Yeah. And there are a lot of expenses in real estate, a lot. And it scares a lot of people. And a common myth is <clears throat> that most new realtors don't understand that it, it you're starting a business. You're self-contractor, you're starting a business, and they look at it as a job. It's not a job, it's a business. Yeah. Another common myth is that they they think that, oh, well, um, I can, you know, sit at home and do my laundry when I sh when they should be out lead generating mm -hmm. and and not being consistent. It's just the myth of Oh, well, I get to work whenever I want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Because I see that when we interview new agents, a lot of the time when we ask the question, you know, what, what, how much do you think your real estate business will cost to get going? Yeah. And sometimes we're given quite interesting answers. And, and all that means is they just haven't learned yet that it is an actual business. Right. And I, and it's important that we have that coaching and that the correct brokerage to work with that helps teach them that it is a business. You need to spend money to make money. You need to spend money on your marketing yeah. and stuff like that. The biggest thing I hear is from people, oh, I'm, I'm going to get into real estate so I can make my own schedule. Yeah. <laughs> Little do they know, oh boy, they're going to be, instead of working 40 hours a week, they're going to be working 80 hours yeah. a week. <laughs> Especially that first couple of years, yeah. you know, when Adam first worked his and we're just learning the ropes still a little bit, having three kids and, you know, selling all of our businesses and going down to one income. It was definitely an eye opener that you take the deals when you get it. Yeah. If your why is strong enough, yeah, it will pull you through and it is so worth it. Yeah. And the first few years are critical in in building that database. Yeah. So that maybe you can take a Sunday off. That's a new, another episode. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you build database. relationships with other realtors yeah. that will help cover you, you know, because you do have to have some time off. Yeah. Another big myth is for new realtors is assuming 
your friends and family will do business with you. Yes. They will not. No. <laughs> it takes a lot of time right now. for them to trust you. Um, strangers will trust you over your own family. Yeah. I learned that in my very first year. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> in some innocence there as well. You know, sometimes people don't know that they can go through any realtor for a deal, mm -hmm. right? They think sometimes they can only go with a listing realtor. Yeah. There's a lot of misconceptions yeah. about real estate for yeah. sure. Another myth that a, I, I see a lot in new realtors is they get their license and they assume that, well, everybody knows I have my license now. Yeah. And then I come along and go, no, you cannot be a secret agent. You yes. have to run up and down the street, yell and scream and kick. Hey, I'm a realtor now. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. I, I love what our one coach, Jen, said. You know, if you're not telling them you're a realtor, they don't know you're a realtor. Yeah. It is that simple. Yes. <laughs> Simple. You have to live, eat, breathe, sleep, giving your uh, business card out every single day when you're new. Yeah. Tell your $10,000 Tim Hortons story. Yeah. So when I was uh, my brand new first year, I, I always made myself get up and I would put 20 cards in my pocket and I wouldn't allow myself to come back home until I had gone out and talked to 20 people and was able to give my card out. So my 10000 Tim Hortons coffee, I was going to Tim Hortons on purpose and there was a lineup. I thought, perfect. So I got in line and I just started talking to the couple in front of me and I said, oh, I should know better than to come into here and come into this Tim Hortons because there's always a lineup. And, and, uh, and she goes, I know. And I said, uh, I said, did you know this is the busiest Tim Hortons apparently from here to Tokemori or whatever? And she's like, I know it's always busy. And I said, where are you, where are you from? Are you uh, here uh, going to your cottage? And she goes, yeah, actually it was, I think um, May or something. And yeah, we're going to, we're here to open our cottage. And so we always come Tim Hortons first, get our lunch. And I said, oh, great. Where's your cottage? Sawville Beach. Oh, I live down the road. No way. So I said, yes. I said, that's a really nice area of cottages. And I said, you know what? I'm a realtor. I'm going to give you a couple of my cards. If you don't mind, if you happen to hear of anyone who wants to buy or sell, would you mind just giving my card out? No problem. So we chit-chatted. We both got a coffee. We leave. Uh, two months later, she calls me. And they're in a kerfuffle with the neighbors. And they just want to sell. They want, to, they want out. Oh, okay. So I go list it. I dealt with the buyer. So two two deals. This is my $10,000 Tim Hortons coffee story. Wow. And I've since sold that same cottage two times over. That's my favorite story yeah. of Terry's. So I, I know I love it too. And here's the value of it is learning to lead the conversation yes. on purpose. Mm -hmm. This is like a whole nother training. Although yeah. if you caught what Terry said is I purposely dropped at the right time Whereabouts are you from? And that is the golden question I use. And anywhere I go at our community events, I've heard Terry use it too. Mm -hmm. So if you're a realtor out there and you're wondering, how do I start that conversation? It's a simple question. Yeah. Where are you from? And then you lead it from there. People and love to talk about themselves. They do. So it's just asking, asking questions and listening to them. Yeah. Yes. Then I had another um, <clears throat> grocery store story. I was at the grocery store and I would uh, actually make myself go to the grocery store sometimes two to three times a day because I hadn't given out my cards yet. 
Yeah. <laughs> so we're leaving the grocery store. It was winter. There was snow on the ground. There was this lady. Her buggy was overfilled, and she was having trouble pushing it, and only had one bag. So I went up, and I started to help pull the cart over to her car and I'm helping her put her card her groceries in and I thought oh, I gotta I gotta somehow get my card in her hand because I don't have a lot of time all these groceries are going to be in there in no yeah. time so I said oh I said do you have to go very far with all these I said and she goes oh no no and I, said, I just have a pro I'm just live over at Francis Lake I said oh Francis Lake I said that's an amazing lake I said are you on the waterfront yes oh wow I said, you know what? I know that lake very well. I'm a realtor, and I I I love whenever something comes up over there because I love waterfront. And I said, she goes, thank you so much for helping me. And I said, you know what? Here's a couple of my cards. Would you help me? If you happen to know anyone thinking of buying or selling, would you give out my card? Sure, no problem. Two months later, her and her husband are getting a divorce. I go list and sell their property. Wow. You never know. Mm -hmm. That's true. And I think the value of that, again, if we're trying to teach realtors, is you're asking for the business. Don't be afraid to ask for it. And it's simple as like Terry Express was, hey, here's my card. Take two. Would you help me? Or would you take the possibility of taking an extra card and handing it out if you need to? Yeah. It's yeah, so simple. Yeah. They love to help you. They do. And a lot, you know, when we do our community events, people really do. They're intrigued with what you're doing. Mm. And they'll at least take it. Right. And yes. then they know it's just kind of rattling around their car and they grab it when they need it. Yeah. What's the worst that's going to happen? Their worst thing is they don't call you. At least yeah. you still did yeah. what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. So I actually had once, once I uh, gave a card to a gentleman and he stood there and he was just like looking at it. And he said, you know, I, I don't think I could do that. And I, Honestly, I took my card right back out of his hand and I said, I understand. I would never ask you to do something you're not comfortable in doing. And I took my card back. <laughs> I think there's value in that. It's awesome. <laughs> okay, so um, I know that you're also starting something called World Class Waterfront. Mm -hmm. Can you quickly tell us just a little bit about that before we wrap up? Just a little bit because I don't have it all... Um, ready and it timing has to be right for it to launch and so it's just going to be everything waterfront world-class waterfront properties and it will start with our own geographical area and then I'm going to uh, open it up to across Ontario yeah so pretty yeah. excited so we're just looking at the branding and getting all the marketing together and it'll be introduced to be able to be utilized by of course our team first Yep. So we're value, really excited. Value of being on a team. Yeah. So it's great long-term uh, plans there. So further to that, just to give people a little bit of insight, um, Terry specializes in waterfront. And so for those looking to find their niche, how did you discover that that was going to be your specialty? How did you get into that? Great question. Because some people have a niche of investment or farms. Waterfront, I always... As my mom used to say, you would always hound me to go to the beach every <laughs> single weekend. And I just like, I have to live near water. I I, I have to work in an area where there's water. So it's always just kind of been a mm -hmm. passion of mine. And then er, over the years, just showing waterfront, you know, just driving. And when you get there, it's like, how blessed are we to live and mm -hmm. work in an area that we're surrounded by water? 
And 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 again, part of the, another reason why I started a team was so that when I am at the age that I wanted to start to slow down, then the team can take over and I can niche myself. And that's another reason why I just want to sell Waterfront, but do it in a large way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm pumped. Mm-hmm. And I love the name. Me too. It's going to be awesome. Okay, so Terry, where can we find you and how can people connect with you? Sure. They can email me at terry at terryhastings.ca or you can find all of my information at ter- on, on my website, terryhastings.ca. Perfect. And on social media, I'm sure. Yes. Terry Hastings Real Estate Group on Facebook. My Instagram, I have no clue because I don't do it. <laughs> it's the same with Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody so leverages. Leverage. Yeah. <laughs> so hire it out. What did I learn in my first three years? <laughs> leverage. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Empower others to do it. Yes, exactly. It's so that you can focus on really selling. Well yes. Yeah. Know your job. Yeah. Well, right. thank you for joining us. Thank you. And for taking the time me. and giving our listeners some insight into how to become a top producer. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Anytime. Thank you. And thanks for joining us on The Vault. See you next time.